0: Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Impetus Health. Today we're talking about all things recovery. Ellie and I go through how do you prime your body for competition coming up, how do you um, treat your body through nutrition, how you treat your body through movement and exercise leading up to competition. We also talk about uh, right before competition, what do you do, and then when you finish your event, whether you have another event coming on or you're able to rest till the next day, maybe that's the end of your event, What do you do from a nutrition, exercise, movement perspective to make sure you're treating your body as well as you can and stay injury-free? This is part one of the Recovery Podcast, and part two, we will talk about what you do post-workout. So guys, check this out. Let us know what you think, and um, enjoy. See y'all later. This is a revolution to fight for truth, to fight for the people who trust us with their health, and to fight for research-backed action. This is a fight to purge baseless trends and customs in healthcare. This is a revolution to change the steps of healthcare from reactive medicine to preemptive medicine. Our vision is to be the catalyst for a system of proactive healthcare versus reactive healthcare. This is Impetus Health.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Impetus Health. I'm Sean Hiller and i with my wife Ellie Hiller and we are riding down the road right now. We uh, actually just finished up a competition in Birmingham, the Birmingham Beatdown, and we um we have, have had this topic on our minds that we're going to talk about for a while and today's perfect because so we just finished up the competition. So today we're going to talk about recovery um, in the full, we're talking about the full context of recovery. How do you, how does your body, how do you prepare your body for a competition leading, leading up to a competition the week before or the time before? How do you recover during the actual competition? Um, when you're working out, when you're having to, to really optimize your body to perform at its best, and then when the competition is over, how do you actually recover to return to your baseline to be able to work out like you were working out before? and um, without having injury, without feeling like your body's just totally beat
2: up. So. Yeah, and this also applies for those of you who have zero desire to compete. It also applies to just um, anyone who's training and working out, because recovery is gonna be important um, in terms of like, muscle adaptation and the ability to get everything out of your body that you just did in that workout, right? Mm-hmm. so. Um, You hear it a lot. It's not about the one hour at the gym. It's about the other 23 hours in the day. That's what we're going to kind of dive into. So you don't have to be a competitor for this to apply. Um, Everyone will get something out of recovery. So to start out, I just want Sean to kind of define recovery and why it's important. You may think you know, but um, what is the reason that we need to recover from a workout?
1: Yeah, so if there is no recovery, then the next time you do the workout, your body is not going to be not going to have the ability to optimally perform so recovery literally is your body's ability to regenerate everything that you just went through to recover back to its baseline level Mm -hmm. and in our world of and if we're talking about a competition you are trying to return to your baseline level the recovery that you do during your everyday workouts and the things you do every day Hopefully that recovery is actually allowing you to build you're recovering in a way to where you're actually getting stronger you're building capacity
2: yeah, yeah. in a way that I like to think about it um, without all the scientific lingo is basically like okay you have a baseline set of resources that you're gonna use in a workout right even from like the glycogen in your muscles to the energy in your body and um, to the strength of your muscle fibers and their ability to fire all that. When you work out, it's almost like a gas tank, right? Like you're gonna start losing gas and lose gas the longer you work out, right? So all of that stuff has to be refueled, right? You have to put it back into your body um, in order to to get something out of the work that you just did, right? And I remember a coach told me one time, like, no one gets stronger during their workouts. Mm. You're tearing your muscles down when you work out right and if you don't build it back up then what benefit did you just get from the workout that you did and i used to be like oh my goodness that makes total sense it's not you know just keep pounding myself into the dirt i'm, I'm essentially tearing my muscles apart it's how well i recover yes. so
1: i like to put it this way exercise is a threat to your body yeah and your body adapts by responding to that threat appropriately so good recovery is putting your body in the best position it can be in to allow to respond to that threat that you just put it through.
2: Exactly, I love Absolutely. that. So um, I do want to talk a little bit about something I've heard Sean say a lot, recovery, and, and I'll hit on this from a nutrition perspective, but recovery should be proactive rather than reactive. Yep. Can you explain that a little bit from your side of things and then I'll talk about nutrition.
1: Absolutely, so leading up to, if you're gonna do a competition, leading up to whatever it is, um, you got to treat your body a certain way, leading I you can't just um, you can't just kind of throw your body to the wind, you can't eat like crap the day before, like you're gonna talk about nutrition, and you also can't move like crap. You can't um, put your body through a really hard workout before a competition. So we're gonna talk about, if we're gonna take it, let's take it a week before a comp. So what does that look like? I am gonna to try to, before a competition, I'm gonna to try to curb the volume of training that I'm doing. So I don't want to keep everything the same. I want to try to help my body peak during the competition. So I'm not going to wear it out during the week like I normally would, um, like I, if I'm just working out every day. So if I'm competing on Saturday, on Monday or Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, I may keep my training relatively the same. On Wednesday, I'm going to want to hit those intensities that I'm going to put it through in the competition, but I don't want to hit those for as long. I want to limit the volume of the intensity I'm going to hit. So I'm. Um, Threatening my body somewhat, but it's able to really um, handle those threats well. Mm-hmm. And then the two days leading up to a competition, I've always told people: if you're going to take a day off, let it be two days before, not the day before. It's kind of like shutting. You don't want to shut the engines totally off, and then on your day of competition, ask them to crank back up and go. You don't want to do that. But if you want to take a day off two days before, but I recommend everybody to two days before go and just move, maybe do some uh, just capacity work, let your body get some blood flow and just let it kind of move. That's actually pure recovery in a sense. And then the day before, um, if you know what you're going to be competing for, try to mimic some of the competition movements you're going to do if it's CrossFit, if it's running, mimic those movements, but limit the volume, work on the things that you know you need to work on for the competition, for motor memory, more for motor control. So you're at your best the next day when you compete. Um, Again, from a motor control standpoint, awareness standpoint, that should be a good week leading up to it, nutrition-wise. So
2: that's the before for the physical side of things. Um, For the nutritional side of things, as do most things in nutrition, this is going to depend on the type of athlete you are and how competitive you are, um, but some things never change. (laughs) One thing that you need to keep in mind with nutrition is that the number one rule of a competition when it comes to food is to not do anything new. So the best thing you can do to set yourself up for success is to start practicing weeks in advance the way that you're going to eat at a competition. And I don't mean eat the same meals every single day. What I mean by that is your workout or your um, pre-workout fuel and your post-workout fuel. So um, start practicing a week before weeks before because if you try it on the day of the competition and it's the first time I can almost promise you something's gonna go wrong um, so for example this is just the um, one of the most I'm gonna use examples of foods I use but I'll explain like what macronutrient that is um, but so a few weeks before let's say I'm about to go work out um, I would number one make sure I am hydrating I would set a water goal 100%. don't guess make sure you hit the exact number that is your goal for that day, right? 80 ounces is a good place to start, but everyone's gonna be different. So um, make sure you're doing that. And then if you're someone that is pretty competitive, um, BCAAs can be something that um, people benefit from, sipping on like before the warm up, um, between each events, that can be something to try, but that's not gonna kind of make or break you usually. Um, the biggest thing is gonna be carbs. When it comes to recovery and competition day, Um, palatability is key and palatability means foods that are easy to digest and foods that taste good right we're not worried about how many leafy greens you get in on competition (laughs) day Um, because in all reality if you've ever competed or done anything stressful um, where your nerves are high you'll notice that you're not hungry right and that's that's a normal symptom but you want to train your body in the days before a competition to kind of expect to not be hungry so Um, rule of thumb make sure you're hitting your carb goal um the days leading up to the competition and kind of find where you feel best and then the morning of the competition best thing to do is to wake up and eat breakfast two hours before you plan to start warming up for your workout make it something palatable with carbs and protein you don't want a lot of fat before you work out so for example like a bagel and maybe some eggs or egg egg whites. Egg whites might be better because it's a little bit less fat. Fat's um, okay though, if it's gonna be two hours before, just try not to overdo it. So like a bagel and peanut butter would be fine as well. Um, and then I'll let you kind of talk about intra, or like intra-workout. During the workout. Yeah, during the workout and then I'll talk about during the workout with nutrition.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the day of competition. So we're there. You made to the competition day. What do you do before your event okay this could be we're going to try to do this in a sense like the competition we just did there we had four events in the same day and we had about 40 to 50 minutes between each event so there's a lot of prime your body workout recover prime your body workout recover how do you do that very efficiently if your event's just one thing then you're going to go through a big prime do the event and then you're going to recover um and there is a difference between recovering if you just have one event and recovering if you have another event coming up So first things first, if we are priming our bodies for the event, what are we gonna do? Well, you want to get your capacity. You want to bring your heart rate up somewhere around where it's going to be during the workout. So if you know you're about to do something, your heart rate's going to be in the 150s, 60s, or 70s, you need to do something that's going to spike your heart rate to that level. You don't want to hit that level in the the workout. You want to hit that level while you're priming for the workout so you can hit it better in the workout, so your heart's ready for what's about to happen, and it's ready to perfuse to all the blood vessels and the muscles and let them do what they need to do. So that's a the second thing you need to do is you need to prime the movements whatever movements you're about to do you need to be hitting those movements really at the same weight to what you're about to do so if i give just a random example say we're going to do five rounds of uh, front squats and burpees, something like that. So burpee, aerobic. You know our heart rate is going to jump pretty fast when we work out. We want to do. We want to get our heart rate up to that level that it's going to be out And then for the front squats, whatever the weight is, we want to hit that. So for a workout for this, I may hop on the bike or do a run or something to, to get my heart rate up. And then I'm going to do a couple rounds of the actual workout. I'm, I may limit the reps. I may increase the intensity so I can hit that heart rate. But I want to get the movement in. I want to make sure my body's ready for it before something like that, that you kind of know your weaknesses. If you're going to do a lot of stuff that's core based, like a squat where you're holding something, you want to prime your core. i may do like a heavy sandbag hold just to let my core know that I'm about to do some heavy weight. So that's how I'd want to prime. How would you do nutrition if you're priming for the event?
2: Yeah, so talked about breakfast. Um, this is probably the most important aspect of competition nutrition, in my opinion. But it's those quick carbs that you're going to eat about 30 minutes to an hour right before you work out. So this is pure carbs that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a protein shake with carbs mixed in before you workout. Pure carbs that are gonna hit your bloodstream immediately um, and be really easy to digest. So real quick, there's two types of digestion. There's mechanical and chemical, right? So like mechanical is chewing and your stomach churning and all of that. Since we know that stress slows down digestion. The best thing you can do is to choose a carb that is already mechanically digested for you, aka applesauce, um, a, a carb powder that you're going to mix in a drink, Gatorade, which not Gatorade Zero, but Gatorade with carbs, something that you don't have to digest that's in liquid form, right? My favorite thing is those applesauce squeeze packets um, because it's not like chugging Gatorade because I feel like I always have to go to the bathroom right before so if you're someone that worries about that then the applesauce packets are great because it's condensed and you get a good bit of carbs in that little applesauce. so what you um would try to do with that is about 30 minutes to an hour before you start warming up even 15 minutes um you would take like about 30 grams of carbs um depending on what the workout is and how long it's gonna be but 15 to 30 is a good is a good um
1: Can can you talk about two other about sugar. Like, what your thoughts are on sugar with the carbs and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, if you're if you're competing, sugar, you're not going to worry about. Oh my goodness! Like, I'm I'm eating sugar. This is so bad for my health. Like, we're not worried about health. That sounds bad, but like health (laughs) is not the priority in if you're trying to compete optimally. You know, if you've ever heard, if you're a crossfitter and you've heard Matt Fraser talk. He talks about how he would eat Snickers bars when he was doing his rowing and assault bike intervals. And you hear that and you're like, oh my goodness, this is the fittest man on earth eating Snickers bars. The point being is not that people need to eat Snickers bars. The point is is that it's a sugar that's digested really quickly. Um, So it gives you those carbs really, really fast. So um, carbs is the key.
0: Hey, guys, thank you all for listening to part one of Impetus Health Recovery Podcast. Part two will be coming your way next week, and we'll be talking about post-workout and also do some rapid fire about how to recover properly and some of the over, overrated underrated things that are associated with recovery. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed, and we will see you soon.